welcome to episode 62 of Inside the Cage. Mark, how are you? I'm not bad, mate. How's yourself? Knackered. Oh, I feel it, mate. I'm absolutely done in. Up early Saturday, up early Sunday, playing football yesterday, man. Just a bit done in. Just feel like I've not had a, a good weekend recharge, unfortunately. Just a week's holiday, I think that's what I fucking You're just back for a weekend away. Aye, two busy days. Mario, you're still away. You still don't think Aye, but it's life. a four and a half hour drive, isn't it? So oh, boo-hoo. Four and a half hours, really? No, two hours, four and a half hours of stuff, but half an hour, so maybe four hours if you've done it straight. I think if you I absolutely heard it, you could do it in about three and a half hours. Hope it was, no listening, but I probably didn't go under 90 all the way, so... They're hardly going to come and arrest you for that, aren't Exactly, they? so I think I was there at fair speed, so... Anyway. Right. Let's get to ranks because we've quite a lot to talk about, man. So, tonight we're going to start with... We'll do a wee bit on... Um, the Scottish boys that fought at Bellator, then we'll look at UFC Auckland, then we'll have a look ahead to UFC Norfolk, and then Marco finishes off with the news as always. So, first things first, Bellator 240 from Dublin. And by all accounts, a decent night of fighting from what I've seen. I haven't from what seen I've heard, I have only really seen the Scottish boys fighting. Um, well, we said we'd, that's why we're talking about this, because of them, and we had two bright ones, and, and I'm kind of Gotten lost for Chris Bungard, but he was as we talked about last week. He was fighting one of the best in the world. It wasn't a. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a disgrace to go get beat by Brian Primus. No. no. Not when he's got arms like pythons. No, there's nothing. Like, there's nothing wrong with getting beat by him. Nah. It was unlucky. I thought straight away, cut the elbows right to the side of the head. It looked like the drop Primus a wee bit. Aye, he Primus, a wee bit. Aye, did really did Brian Primus just kind of go to the top. Wiggled on top. Wiggled on top. Well, go kind of go to the back. And anyway, so it was just it was game over. But yeah, you never know. He's had that fight against Primus that might give him more higher grade competition going forward as well. So that's the thing, mate. He, he took the fight. He never backed down for a fight. He take it on Sean Ross, doesn't he matter. He give it a go. At the end of the day, he headlined a card. As he said, he tweeted right, and he said because obviously. The night before, mm. uh, Ed Ruth versus Amosov, right. which was class, by the way. Amosov's ridiculous. Um, he said, it's fucking weird watching people getting knocked out on top of my name because he was basically saying it was a, yeah. one of the fights with the way the boy Landy that was getting submitted, basically right next to him, it said Bungard on the mat. He's like, ah, it's amazing. I think he just really enjoyed it, mate. And I think that's the best thing. experience from him, Chris kind of came from nowhere. I cut a good player of performances and then... Obviously, I think the one lost. I can't remember the lost against, but he had a couple of good performances then, a good one last time out, and then he got his opportunity in that fight. Um, I think you just take the opportunities when they're given to you. And I don't think, I don't think he didn't get disgraced. He didn't go there and get absolutely pumped for 15 minutes, it's, you know. It's, it's, they had a roll about. Brent Brown was getting a better him, and that was it. You know, game over. It could have been a different way. Maybe you never know. With those elbows, it maybe, you know, taking its toll might have happened. But, nah, listen, I admire him so much for noting. I mean, listen, if somebody, I'm not sure there's many guys. Who would take Brent Primus or Brent Primus as the Americans call him uh, three on weeks three weeks' notice? Right. And fair play, Chris Bungard for doing it because I mean, man's get balls. Definitely a fair player, mate. Um, honestly, there's all like before we talk about the other Scottish boys. Actually, just one look at this card. You see Ricky Mandias? He's mad crazy knockout of Franz Malambo. Yeah, well, that's so nothing else. Malambo tries to kick him and Bandias holds a kick, but then Bandias like dings him three times straight <laughs> in the face. It's like pure quick. It's like cartoon punches. It's like bang, bang, bang. It was the craziest thing. You need to see when you get a video of me. It was amazing. It was class. Um, but we're here to talk about Callum Murray first. And this was good, man. This was superb. Man. How he, how he survived 
the choke and then the armbar from Dylan Logan. That's a good rollabout for a four minutes. Oh, it was class. Up. And then uh, Murray just took his time, patient, mate. Like, because that choke was coming, it was just a matter of how long he wanted to wait and how long he wanted to give him. But um, it was a good rollabout for, as you say, four minutes. I couldn't believe how many times Cal Murray's fight. I thought he was a much more experienced fight than that. Not that I'm saying he's not experienced. I just mean, well, I thought he was like a, like a bunger, bunger to like, you know. 18, 19 fights or something like that, you we know? We spoke about a while back, obviously, fought on the EFC worldwide at the time. Aye, fact, aye, aye. I showed you how long ago it was. October 2018. Must have been like our second or third show or something. It was, it was pretty early on and the show started and we spoke about them and I think we actually maybe watched the fight. I think we've seen it on, I think EFC used to show stuff on online at that point or on YouTube or something like that and I think I watched the fight at the time and it was, it was much as a guy's decision, I thought he was a wee bit unlucky to lose the fight. He'd done well in the fight. I mean, he only fought seven times in amateur as well, so he's not exactly. But he looked good. Like I'd he be very good. Man. I'd be like happy for him. Like, I'd be happy to see him, you know, find some more at Bellator. Hopefully, and he can actually do some stuff. Um, he's been using. He's been away a year, but he's been obviously been using that year. Kind of honing his craft and really. I think he's around. I think he's about. I think he's thirty six or something. Also, I think he's towards the kind of the latter stages, you know, the career at that at that point, but. Um, I great performance, mate. A good rollabout, as you said. It was, it was tremendous. Brilliant performance. Um, so good to see, man. So good. So it's good to see Scots winning in any form, any any fights against international fighters. It's brilliant to watch. Well, Chris Duncan, by the way, superb, absolutely brilliant. What a performance! Patient, didn't he wait? There was a couple of times where I was like, "Oh, come on, finish him!" And you know, Chris was just a bit like, "No, no, no, let's just." And just I was like, time. "I know, I was getting frustrated. I was like, why is he waiting for?'" But Mate, it was clinical. It was it tremendous. Was, it was class, mate. It was pure class. I mean, I think this was a was this a last minute, a late a late minute replacement. We were supposed to find Ryan Roddy. So he was, uh, yeah, that's right. Um, I'm not exactly sure when Ryan Roddy pulled out, but obviously we ended up fighting the boy Pishkos. But um, aye, brilliant. I guess Pishkos was, was, was. I'm sure they said it was like two weeks' notice, and that's why like, he struggled with his cardio and stuff like that. Polish Conor McGregor. Because when you look at him for Saturday, he's got the beard and the tattoos and all that. And, but no, Chris Duncan, mate, what, what a performance. Superb. That's a brilliant to watch. Kenny Gates, again, I think he'll get a push up a card now. Well, I don't know if he's actually signed with him, if, if it was like a one fight kind of thing, because he's, he was due to fight somewhere else, I'm sure. Well, he fought at UFL, but before that, he's fighting Bellator, so unless he's got a, he must have something with Bellator if they want him to fight. Aye, they can call him. Or he's got the... Well, it's a one-fight deal. Uh, he might want you to find Dominic for it. Aye, here's your check. Or he's got the kind of ability to go and fight where he wants. Maybe, maybe he's... I don't know. I don't know how it works. Um, I was well impressed, but... I've seen was... him fight before. Like, I've seen videos oh, of him fight before. before. Um, but I was well impressed, man. Um, yeah, brilliant. Aye, Good night overall for Scottish fighters. I was disappointed for Chris, but, uh, Chris Bunger, but, um. Two out of three, right? You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. You can't. And go out the everyone did that. well. You know, this thing wasn't as if we were looking at a couple of bad losses. We did, we did, the boys did well. Do you know what I mean? So. This is true. Right. Moving swiftly on. Yes. UFC Fight Night Felder versus Hooker, also known as UFC Fight Night 168 and UFC on ESPN plus 26. From the Spark Arena in Auckland, New Zealand. There's only one place to start. Fight of the year. Oh, mate. I honestly don't know. I was thinking to myself, right, when you and I chatted yesterday, I was sort of, oh, the show's one of a good show, you know, we always cheer yourself up. And yeah, of course. Talking, yeah. I think I'm lost for words for this. I don't think I can talk about this. I told you I could probably talk about this for about 44 minutes, but 
I just, I, mate, I said to you that it was emotional, and well, I didn't mean like I was like emotional in the sense of like I was happy or I was sad. I was just so overwhelmed by how amazing that fight was. It was a great fight to watch from start to finish, mate. You never oh, knew mate, it was going to happen. It was so intriguing. That was the was quickest just... 25 minute fight I've ever watched. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. That is the quickest. I don't know if it was because I was watching it live. You know, I was I was sitting in bed, I had my headphones on, and I was watching it on my laptop. So I didn't watch it on my phone. I watched it on the laptop. So I had a decent size screen. I was so invested in it. I didn't even notice the time. It was ridiculous. Like twenty five minutes. They got to the end of the fifth round. I was like, wait, what? Just, what actually just happened, mate? It was honestly one of the best fights I've ever seen. I've always said to you, <coughs> my favorite fight ever was always Jones Gustafson. There's been some great fights, you know, Romero and Whitaker and stuff like that. These great fights people talk about, and even the fights before us, Robbie Lawler versus um. Was it Lawler McDonald? Yeah. These are class fights. Oh, oh, honestly, for me, mate, that is maybe not in terms of blood and guts, and but see, technically, that fight was unreal. That's the thing you can kind of you've got to kind of weigh things up. You've also got your technical aspects to this fight and just the pure heart and soul that both fighters put into the fight, and you see you put the two of them together, and that's what you end up with. It was the two guys just swinging for the for the houses for twenty five minutes. Technically, they were superb. Oh. Packed their shots, really done it so well, it was unbelievable, but also you can take a shot. They proved that from start to finish, it was just a brilliant fight. It was incredible. How, the, also the big question is, everyone's asking, how did you score it? Probably just gave it a hooker. I think I had two each going to last. Yeah, so I... I'd I probably had... take down, to be honest, but he'd he done a wee bit of work with the takedown as well, so he probably got it, got it with the takedown for me. Ah, see, I don't... I just kind of get that. I know, I'm the same, but I just... if you go with what other people do... I, I, no, I get that, I understand, I, but I just think a takedown... A takedown's... It's not easy to get, that's not what I'm saying, I'm not trying to say that, but, like, one punch to a guy's face isn't going to get you the winning round. Do you know what I mean? And that's essentially what it is. That's different. No, it's not really. No, no it's, I don't think it is. I think if you're going to compare it, right, a, t- a submission attempt would be like knocking somebody down from a punch and knocking somebody on the floor, right? Knocking somebody out is like a submission. Somebody tap them. So these things are comparable. But I you've think. got to get that person on the floor. You don't have to have them standing up to punch them. Yeah, but you still have to punch them. You still have to actually physically punch them. That's what I'm saying. I just think it's hard to compare because obviously they're totally different skills, but... I don't know, I, I think, I think I just had the hooker as well, to be honest, I wasn't sure. To be fair, I think, possibly even until the takedown, I was maybe just edging hooker. Yeah. But once he got the takedown... I didn't even then, count the takedown, if I'm honest, when I watched then, it. But then I affirmed the decision that he got that yeah. round for me. It was so close, mate, and I had people saying, it like, oh, see this whole shit robberies, man, I just can't go over it. That was a class fight between two guys at the top of their, top of their game. I had hooker one, three, and five. I had Felder two and four. That's it. So see the, see, see the middle judge? They were all saying, how the hell did he score that? That's how I scored it, exactly like that. Exactly like him. When I seen it, I went, huh, mate. Howard, Howard, no, it wasn't Howard Hughes. Was it, it was Howard Hughes? Yeah, um, I can't remember. Um, mate, I just, I think that was the whole, why I was just so like overwhelmed by the end of it. I, it was just an incredible fight, and the two guys were immense. Obviously, a bit of beef before it, buried the hatchet. That's what, that's, I think it was just like that. It was just one of those... Amazing moments to be sitting watching I, that I, live. I, I was like, as soon as straight away, and then the two of them came in, obviously, um, my god, I don't put, mm-hmm. done his thing. And then, like, he like, touched gloves and Felder puts the gloves on, and Hangman just walks away. It's just like, that straight away was, I, I, I can't wait for this, this has gone fucking electric. I mean, what, what Felder did was a bit nasty. Like, basically slagging off Hooker's name. Basically, you know what he did? I know, I'm, 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 I'm
Og var hygger. Nej, der er stadig spækfug. Bare nej. Ah, no, det er stadig Hun er også bare hygger. Hygger måske ikke. Ah, I don't mind people like saying shit about me, but you've, you, you've slagged off my family name. My grandfather, this is my grandfather's grandfather. My kids will bear that name. And he was really, really upset about it. And I can't get it. I can't understand it. It's not nice for somebody to do that, but if that's the way you feel, but end of it, buried the hatchet and Honestly, I would love to see that again. I know you don't get rematches on non-title fights normally, but I would happily watch the two of them standing yeah, by again. Well, you definitely would see it again. I'm, I bet I'd be shocked if you seen it again. Yeah. I think Dan's in a different trajectory for Felder. Who's gone the other way? I don't know. If, I don't know if necessarily they are. To yeah, be honest with yeah, you, but they are because Felder's had that chance and he's been beaten. I've only it. Josh, is what I'm saying. Like, it's still being. It doesn't have in UFC. I know. Though. I'm just saying, I don't think they're in completely different paths. I think they've come at like a, a fork in the same road and Hooker's taking the fucking turn, whereas Felder hasn't, or Felder's on, the, or whatever, Hooker's on the same road and Felder's... I don't think Felder's stopped, revert, done a three-pointer and is going back the other way. I don't think it's like that. If he'd been absolutely soundly beaten by Hooker, I would have mm-hmm. said no. But if you're talking about Dan Hooker being fighting Gaethje, right... If you're talking about him fighting Gaethje, you're talking about him fighting McGregor, Khabib, Ferguson. So Felder's not far off that because he took nope. Hooker right down to I'm the, down to the end. So I'm not saying Felder's going to jump the queue. Felder will need to always get another win, but I just, uh, I don't know, mate. I was there's a difference in age as well. Felder's six years older. He's maybe not, he's maybe like Cerrone. He's not 34, mate. Is he? I thought he was 36. No, he's 34, four years old. It's not that much. Actually, I thought about Felder was over myself, but um, also Felder at the end was talking about possibly that could be it as well. And That's all nonsense. I think I'd be surprised, but it's it's also a massive thing in his family going to the other side of the world. Let's be honest, he's, he's been on the news in about 10 days, two weeks maybe. Yeah, probably to get adjusted, I definitely. Yeah, adjusted to time difference and different bit of species. And it's a long time away, especially a four year old. Four year olds are a massive thing, the Wayne's. They're getting to that stage probably where they're, they're becoming personalities or personalities coming out a lot more. You're starting to see going to school soon and stuff like that. Missing that would be absolutely <laughs> devastating, I would imagine. Oh, he was very emotional at the end, mate. He was very emotional. Um, but what is next for Hooker? Let's chat about it because it's an, it's, it's an interesting conversation because you're looking at who does he fight next. Is it a Gaethje? Is it somebody like that? Well, it has to be. There's nobody else available. No other one's Pori. It's Pori or Gaethje for me, that's that. There's no other figure available for him. Mm. Um, I don't see why it shouldn't be either or day two fighters. I think it probably will be one of the two fighters. Um, I don't see it being Cerrone. I know Cerrone the head of the rankings, but I don't see it being that. For me, it's got to be actually Gaethje or Pori. Um, I would agree. Which what I mean, so what about Felder then? Okay, it's probably a, it's probably a harder discussion. Yeah, you can't really talk about Felder, I think. That's what with time until Felder makes his mind up, you don't really know where it's going. Possibly. Maybe I would like just to see for the bit of, bit of banner, to be honest, is Felder Cerrone. That'll be two that'd be quite good. Two absolute warriors, two absolute legends going head to head. <laughs> Something like that could be an idea. Mm-hmm. Um you'd, you'd get an absolute war, it'd be one of the Probably one of the best fights you'll ever see, just because the two of them would, you know, absolutely everything. Um, you also got Kevin Lee's on his way back up. I know Kevin Lee got a fight, and he's he's fighting soon. He's fighting in Brazil. He's headlining Brazil against yeah. Charles Oliveira. I saw so he is. 
Um, but that's, I'm not saying a step back for Kevin Lee, but that's somebody trying to take Kevin Lee's position, whereas Kevin Lee's maybe trying to look forward. Yeah, so I'll maybe look. eventually, if Felder maybe takes a wee bit of time, takes a bit of time out, goes and does, you, you're going to see him ringside anyway, cage side. So oh, cage side. definitely. Like, he's a great analyst. I love Paul Felder. He's, brilliant. he's superb he's brilliant. that way. Um, maybe he decides. What about the trilogy with Edson? Nah, I don't see, I don't see that. Not, I, don't know where Ed, I don't know where Edson is, and no, but they're, general. Not, they're not part enough of each other rankings. I mean, no, but I don't know. I don't know what, where Edson is. He's lost his last two. I don't know. What, I don't know. I don't know what Edson is right now. Yeah. I don't see Felder taking that fight. To be honest, but you never know. Mm. Um, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. What a fight. Brilliant. I, can't, I probably could just keep talking and talking about it to be honest. Well, it's my favourite year so far. It's oh, mate, by a mile. By a mile. It was, in, it was unreal. It was just. <laughs> it was just class, mate. Brilliant. See, to watch it live as well, I think that just made it so much better. See, because I couldn't skip it. I was only skipping bits in between. Um, it's so much better when you watch these things, like. Yeah. I saw him in the UK. It's just a shite some of the times we've got to watch these things. Did you listen to Listen to the commentary and stuff like that? I listened to bits of pieces, are they? Right, because I read some stuff on Twitter um, that people were saying Dan Hardy was extremely biased and I couldn't, honestly, for the life of me, remember anything. Like, I think he was bigging up Dan Hooker quite a lot, but I think... No, well, I think they mean the other way because he works with Paul. Are they? I thought I thought he heard that. Well, actually, I thought I heard him say good things about Dan Hooker, so yeah. that was straight away... I was just going to say it's like very, very biased commentary and I was like, I didn't hear that. No. It could just be Twitter people. It's Twitter and Twitter. Uh, uh, Twitter. Follow them. Absolutely fucking follow them. Yeah. And if, oh, there is something else I'd like to talk about on this card first, and that is potentially the end of Karolina Kovalkiewicz. Or Kovalkiewicz. Yeah. That was hard, hard to watch, mate. Yeah, I've seen she put something on Instagram a day as well. I think she's uh, broken an orbital bone anyway, so... Yeah. If she does come back to the UFC, mm-hmm. which I think she might, because I think she's just one of these characters, one of these fighters that just everybody loves Carolina, let's be honest. Everybody does. You don't want to see her going through that pain, though. Granted, but I have also seen, read some stuff, and people are saying like, that women's fighting in MMA has moved on past Carolina Coles. She was, she was here at the top of the game with Nama Yunus, Yedjechek, and then all these other lassies have just slowly chipped away. Different styles, better fighters. And I think she's just kind of been left behind me. And I think that's a shame because I think that's the way it is. She's basically lost, what, six of her last eight. Only won two against Jodie Esquibel and Felice Herrick. Could beat by Grasso, Watson, Andrade, Gadelia, Yudrechek, which is still one of my all-time favourite women's fights because it was crazy. The two of them could have got done for murder in that fight. It was tremendous. But I just feel as if she's kind of been left... Behind a wee bit, and I feel bad for her. There's, there's quite a few fighters like that out there. I know there is, I know, but it's not sure she's the only one. Um, I think, I think it's one of those ones like we, um, we, we, we will fight Carolina, we've said it before. Like, I, I think she's brilliant, she's got good, good partner, good banner, and stuff like that. But I don't know, mate, I just found that hard to watch on Saturday. And if you're watching a fighter that you like, and you're she's dog, completely dominated by somebody who wasn't ranked, by the way. Yeah, but this isn't exactly a... I know, but I'm just saying, like... Like, she's won her last five in the UFC. I know. Angela Hill. 
Daniela Pereira, some decent wins on there. So you knew how dangerous they were. They know how dangerous these Asian fighters are. Chinese fighters especially. You know how dangerous they are. To be honest, see for me, I'm not saying you need to go and give... Carolina's a bit of a, a brand as such. See that wee thing she does at the start of the fucking fight and she's just leaning against the cage. Everybody knows who fucking that is straight away. Yeah. At some point, it's as though she just keeps getting handed absolute killers. People who are at flashes. Yeah. But I mean, again, the fight against Grasso, remember a lot of people said that she won that? There was a bit of debate about it. It was not that much of a thing for that, no. I remember. But it wasn't as, it was, it was close. Do you know what I mean? It, was, it wasn't as if it was, you know, unanimous or anything like that, you know? But I don't know, mate. I just found it difficult to watch. I found it difficult and. It's a wee bit ups- not upsetting, but you know, I mean, it was just kind of hard. Of course, it's but it's it's fake game at that. It's like I said, I, I, I think I still think she needed. I'm not saying an easier fight. Don't I'm not talking about easier fights, but if some point you've got to build somebody's confidence, maybe back up sometimes. Yeah, if you, you know how good she is, if you want to keep them, and she's not had that yet. And um, I know Angie Hill, who obviously won Saturday night as well, she looked really, really good against... What was that, her eighth win this year? Uh, eighth, aye, something like that. Um, she actually called out Carolina, she wants Carolina to fight next. But, with Carolina's injury, there's no way that's going to happen, because Angie Hill will probably fight next week. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> what about him? Is Angie Hill ever at a fight camp? That's what listen, I wanted to know. Listen, that's what you want, you want to bag them. See, that's whole fucking, oh, I'm not going to fight for four months. Why not? Fuck that. Unless you've got a medical suspension, get mm-hmm. the fuck back in there, man. Get it, you're already in training camp. Well, let's be honest, see, at what point Angie Hill was he getting six? And now she's 12 and 7, where she'd done, fact, she'd done, uh, lost to Ian. Jonan as well, mm. but Carolina had as well. So she's won four out of the last five. Yeah. So since that Ross lost to Randa Marker, she's really picked things up and she's done brilliantly well. And I actually really enjoy watching Angie Helena. Yeah, she's good. She's really good to watch. She grinds out, man. She's good. She's good right. to watch. But she did well on Saturday. Um, did better on Saturday. Look but me, which is one of the best names ever, by the way. Look but me. Um, decent fight actually. Like from the tournament, it wasn't yeah, like very one sided. It was yeah, a good yeah. fight. Um, anything else like jumping out at you? There was loads on this, by the way. Like, I saw it was superb, man. Just before we go back into the main card, prelims. Um, Jalen, I can't believe Jalen Turner. I was, I was, I kind of underrated Jalen Turner for some reason. Yeah, smashed him. Yeah, he absolutely smashed uh, Kelly Bell. Um, Tugev as well, knocked out Kevin Aguilar. Um, it was a great, great fight. I actually thought Tugev was really good, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake Matthews totally dominated him a week. Well, he dominated for two rounds and then took the foot off, I guess. Um, but I mean, that's that's what Jake Matthews does. He's a he's a grappler. That's what it is. Um, Emil Meek is going to get cut. Oh, he's gone. Bye bye. He'll be the welterweight um, cage warriors champion by the end of next year. Maybe the last thing in the world. Um, Kai Kara. He's good, but that's a couple of times now I've seen Tyson them, and I'm just not that impressed anymore. I'm really disappointed with him. But then again. I wasn't massively impressed by Kai Carafans. He was decent. No, he'd be what was put in front of him, but sometimes yeah. that's all you have to do. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Why would you? I suppose it's like, let's be honest, I'm not going to put your best weapons out against somebody you don't have to. Why would you maybe show other things off and maybe you're saving? Maybe what? Maybe he's got something that he wants to save. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know, but um, I was decent. Tyson Nammer, I said, I don't think, okay, I don't think he'll be and the UFC much longer but he's a flyweight so he might just get kept a bit because he's a flyweight 
What about the uppercut from hell from Priscilla Cashwara? Yeah, that was unreal, mate. You don't see anyone punch knockouts in female MMA, but that was unreal. I mean, how close they were. Their chins were almost touching, it was that close, and she smashed her. Um, Yeah. Even Song Kanan as well, by the way. That was a great knockout as well, I... Um, I think he was a late minute replacement, though, was he not? Callum Potter, no? I'm not sure, man. I don't remember. I don't think so. No, no, it was because Callum Potter was a was a New Zealander, was he not? Oh, was he? Ah, my bad. Um, main card, main card, yeah, Jimmy Crute, man, super, what a performance, man. He yeah. absolutely knew. He said after it, he said, "Why would I stand and bang with a guy who can knock me out? Why would you? Why would I? I'm, I'm going to take him down and me. I mean." Alexi Shook would just have been as well, no turning up. Like, I mean, I, I hate, I just hate that, mate, so much. It frustrates me so much. How can you not have enough tools to at least make that a bit competitive? It basically did nothing for three minutes. Nothing. The way the fight went, I suppose if you've not got, you might have the tools, but if your tools aren't better than the other guy's tools, you've got to dominate anyway. Yeah, but come on, you must have watched that and went, he must have had something. It basically just lay them, lay them. like, I don't, I don't get it. See, so tell Jimmy Crook was lying to him. I don't know how. You don't know what to, you don't you do know what to do. That's the thing. Sometimes I don't know, guys, I just... a guy look at DC when DC sometimes gets the top of guys. Never moving. You're never moving a million years because the way they know how to move their body and position certain parts of their body. Sometimes Jimmy Crook isn't on the same level as DC. Well, that's my point. And no, these guys are his... probably quite similar in terms of ranking and stuff like of course that. Sir, but Jimmy Crook's level of grappling compared to Electric's level of grappling yeah. could be night and day. Do you know what I mean? I just feel as if that's why you watch that's why you watch MMA and I guess it's maybe an education point from Alexis's part. You know that's Jimmy's game. You know Jimmy's not gonna stand and bang you. Or you should know. You should like I know you always say don't play your opponent, play your own game and all that stuff, but that's bullshit. And the you need to find a way to win. Point the biggest point of that is fucking Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury figured that puzzle out. Oh, that's what I mentioned that's like the show, I've got to talk about that by area. We can talk about it after. Aye. He figured out that puzzle. He put the last fucking... He had one piece left to put in that puzzle and that was Saturday night and he fucking smashed Wilder because he figured it out. So that's my point where Alex should... Maybe Alex should have known that that was coming and maybe he wouldn't have been able to defend as such or when Jimmy Crute's got him down he can't do anything but I don't know, just be a bit, you know, a bit more savvy. If you want to... I think Jimmy Crute but as... Class. He's class but he's a fighter who has got both aspects of his game. Mm. You see that for his wins. He's had 12 fights, 11 wins, 4 by knockout, 4 by submission, 3 by decision. He can literally do it all. Yeah, but he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have, I don't think he would have been standing bang with like Cedric, although he's got bigger arms and of course he would. is huge, by the way. But, it's just one of these things, mate. It's, it happens in fights. I know. You can't deal with certain things. You oh, no, I know. It just doesn't happen. I think it was just more disappointing, to be honest. Um, I don't know. Aye. Because, look, if you have, See, so yeah, I am um, Alex Scoot's four losses while in submission. So you know where to attack him. And he's at one submission one. What about oh, the Lima's knockout of Sassoli? What a lot of pish that was. Well, he did finish him, but I haven't yeah. right in the back of the head. Yeah, I said that he was yeah, a right. It was a nothing punch, man. It was like a. I was just. I, but these are heavy weights. That's the thing. It doesn't look like anything, but. It's just shite. So you tell you take one, then you tell me it's shite. Hi, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying the knockout was shite. I'm saying the fight was shite. It was just shite. Yeah, it was too old. It's not too old, guys. It's too. It's too. Not very good heavyweights going head to head, trying to just knock each other up. Yeah. And that's basically what happened eventually. That was. That was one of these fights. Go we'll make I, a cup of tea. 
It was not, but I wouldn't say it was going to make a cup of tea. It was literally as soon as the fight started, flip a coin and go, right, he's getting knocked out first. <laughs> you know a bit I, like uh, Juan Adams versus Justin Taffer. Exact same thing. You know one of these guys getting knocked the fuck out. <laughs> just pick you know one. what's going to happen pretty quickly? And you literally just pick one. Um, ah, he's getting knocked out right, or he's getting knocked out right. yeah. You don't have a fucking clue what's going to happen. Yeah. And on the night, Lima knocked out Sassoli. You could have that fight again next week and Sassoli would go and smash Lima. Yeah, I suppose. It's just it's just a pure and utter just kabambi. Mm. So what about I've got I've got a new nickname for this next guy, Brad Hard as Fuck Riddell. Well, I seen your notes before it, right? And I did watch your fight, and I thought really good performance for Riddell. It was a good performance. Ah. I don't think it was as dominating. No, but he's just a fucking badass man. There's just something about him. He's just. Ah, he's got, he's, you can see that about um, it wasn't no it wasn't so much maybe about the fight in general mate it was more just about him he's just there's just something about him he's like you talked about him before like last week you said that in like previous uh-huh. episode that there was he was one to watch and I didn't really know anything about him and to be honest I wasn't really listening to you if I'm honest with you <laughs> Thanks, but you I'm serious though like he was he, he was a it was I was really impressed mate although it wasn't completely and utterly outstanding it was it was class and the fact that he's called Quake is fucking amazing. I love his nickname as well. Just, I just thought it was a really good fight, mate. And he was, he was really good. He was really good. That's, I don't get me wrong. He was really good. Um, Both of them were good. To be fair, it was a good. Almastayev was really good as well. I think it was just a really good fight. That could have been fight of the night if it wasn't for how good the oh, event I was. Who could have felt knocked uh, each other out? Fight of the night would probably have been Brad Riddell versus Magomed Mustaev. Definitely, but what was on our split decision on the card? So you've got to kind of argue that point, Bob. Again, it's one of these weird fights. A split decision was probably the right decision because possibly one of the rounds maybe could have went the other. Yeah. It's just that, that was more like my notes weren't so much about him being absolutely amazing in a fight it was a good fight but just him in general it's just the way he styled he carries himself I, and stuff like that he just knows when he, he's still in that fight he, when he's dominant he's do- it just looks like a, a dangerous who's geezer who's it called called Alex Hanna is it then what have we lost yeah I'd love that. to see that man I'm against Alex Hernandez. also Alex Hernandez is ranked so that would be an interesting thing to see if he kind of like, jumped into the rankings as well but I, like, I know what you mean about Riddell. Um, it's just when I read your notes, I, mean, that's, I think you're a bit angry, but... No, it wasn't a bit of fight in general, because the fight was classed from both points. Not, neither one of them was much better than the other. Yeah. In but it was just more... I was just so engrossed in Riddell. I don't know what it was, mate. There was just something about him that just grabbed me. I was just fascinated to watch him and the way he fights and everything about him. I was just... You know what I mean? You just like a fighter just for the way he fights. And that's basically so, uh, how I felt, mate. Uh, just, I know what you mean. I know exactly what It was just one of the ones. It wasn't... I, I suppose I didn't really word my notes that well. Riddell is savage. It does make it seem like he's absolutely ragdoll, Mr. Ah, it sounds like he's actually an absolute total. You must be pure confused. I was, going, I was like, I that was a different fight. I know, my bad. I fair enough, fair enough. So, I, I understand, that's fine. I don't mean, I, he's tough as nails, he'll get stuck in anything. Yep. I know exactly what you mean now, right? Okay, yeah. you're loving shite, mate. Okay, thanks, mate. Anyways. Uh, bonuses. I agree with every single one of them. Not a problem with that. Not a problem with anything. Um, um, because we know what performance the nights are. The only thing I've maybe done mm-hmm. was because I was impressed with the fact that he got in the knockout and it was over a couple of rounds with maybe Jalen Turner because I was very impressed with Jalen Turner. Yeah. Um, I mean, that I, was that. That, 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 that was the anything major. So like, I don't know if I don't issue with Kishwara getting it, but that was the only issue. I mean, Kishwara should get it for the punch for hell. Jimmy Crook, yeah, yeah, I suppose so. 
Don't know. Once we do, I don't agree with the performance bonuses. Anyway, they're a lot of shit. I think I think I'm a bust out. Oh, grand each. I was going to say just give them a hundred grand each, man. Yeah, Fuck yeah, it, just yeah. just sack the performance and give them everything they done. Can perform amazing. The only other thing from the weekend is the uh, predictions, but we're not going to talk about them. Mark one, that set. Let's move on. I think we should talk about how I won. No, oh, I want some money on Saturday. By the way, you never tell me that. Excellent, I just I'm not sixty quid. Nice. Yes. Lovely. Eight, eight person accumulator. Hooker, Crook. Who's my other ones? Hill, France. Can't remember. Can't remember eight fires, but I did get eight fires. You can't tell me that. You never, you never sent me a screenshot of that. I had it. What was It was your mad super duper one you sent me. Anyway, Mark basically called 10 out of 12, right? And I called. Right. So we'll just move on. Um... Yeah, did you get it? Yeah, oh, fuck off. Don't count that one. One, two, three, four, five, 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 eight. Yeah. Did you get pumped, mate? Yeah, absolutely hard to me. What did I get? Eight, ten. ten. One, ten. two, three, four, five, six. I get the filming card, right? Yep. Tremendous. Tell about me. Let me do. Fucking cut other lines. Yeah, my boy should have taken Jake Matthews, to be honest, but hey ho. Well, well done, congratulations. Thank you very much, man. Well done on winning that money, I could have done with that cash, man. Yeah, I paid some hotel over the weekend, so I was fucking happy. There you go. Uh, one other thing to say about that class poster. Yeah, well, it's probably one of the best posters. I think we should start rating posters. I think that'd be a good wee feature. Well, I think the problem with the posters is you can rate them, but see nine times out of ten, yeah. they're shit. Aye, well, that's good though. You can still rate them one out of ten, two out of ten, three out of ten. Or do it out of five makes it easier. Go poster of the year competition. Aye, fuck it, why not? I mean, last week's was shite. That was good. Reyes' poster was class. That's it, that's shite. Hmm. That was alright. I should fill that one. That's probably my favourite. What? Poster for this week is kind of good. Aye. And talking of this week, we have UFC Fight Night, Benavides versus Davison Figueredo, also known as UFC Fight Night 169, and UFC on ESPN Plus 20. This is the one we spoke about a few weeks back where I said I had a bit of a problem with this card, so this fight, being on this card as such, because yeah. it's a title fight on a fight night. Yeah. It's like you're getting a free box office event, but are you really? Yeah. It's funny, right? It's funny how you talk about that, right? I was actually thinking today, or was it yesterday, I was sitting thinking. I remember being absolutely... See when you get a, a UFC 2, or 247, you're always, like, proper hyped, man. And, you know, it just kind of all rolls anyone. They're almost a bit too close together. Aye. Like, they roll. They just roll into one. Like, like, they just, they just, like 247 just happened. We've already had 247 and 246 already. We'll get 248 next week. Aye. We're literally going to see box offices in about eight weeks, yeah. six weeks or something. And it just feels a bit... It's almost too rushed. I just feel as if they're all crammed together. No, I don't mean even just the pay-per-view. I just mean it's hard to get hyped for... I feel as if 247 just slipped past. You know what I mean? I just feel as if it just kind of... Nah. It slipped past. Whereas the pay-per-view should be a big deal, mate. That's the thing. And they're just, they're just really not, which is odd. But, yeah. Anyway. Just my thoughts. Um, This card... It's a fight mate card with a title fight on the top of us. I mean, there's mate. some, there's some, there's some stuff on this, mate. Right, there's some stuff oh, on so this. There's some really good fights on it. Tom Breeze, Marcin Tabura, Nordaev, who we like, uh, Pena, who 
I would love to love, but I just find him so frustrating to watch. He's the most frustrating. Oh, he's kind of been taken off because the guy's not fit. I got cancelled, but he's still on. They're still trying to get him something better. They're kind of see happening. Um, but pain is so frustrating to watch, and I kind of like it and don't like it at the same time. <laughs> it's weird. Um, again, oh, Megan's on it. Yeah, Carol. Yep, Megan's on it. Uh, although Should there is one a knockover again. Or? There's obviously ah, probably well no she struggled she struggled the last couple of fights. Um, obviously other than them headliner right Benavid just figured it was just an insanely good fight. Ion Kutalaba versus Magomed and Kailev mate. That's part of another pack. Oh uh, my god, that's a class fight. That's good fucking absolute class. And not even just because these are two big guys that are going to club each other to death like that. That is probably going to happen right because they both like a strike. But this. There's, there's just something about this matchup that's absolutely class. The two of them are just, I think, a perfect, like, kind of fit for each other. I think there's going to be an absolutely class fight. That one, that could probably be my fight of the night, if I'm honest with you. Potentially. Potentially. I might yeah. change my mind on Monday next week. Um, uh, it's a class fight. It's good. As you say, it's just get absolutely superb fight right and all of it. I can't actually wait to watch that fight. Both guys are just kind of come off good wins, so it should be really good to watch, man. I'm actually really looking forward to see Tom Breeze as well, because Tom Breeze was supposed to fight and he got cancelled, I think, a couple of times. Uh, he was injured or something? Was he no pre well, he was, injuries? Uh, he's been in for a while, because he was supposed to fight the Kiriko, that got cancelled. Then he was supposed to fight Ferreira, that got cancelled. Then he was supposed to fight Heinish and that got cancelled, all on the same night. So... Um, it'd be good to see Tom Breeze back. Yes, he fights since May 2018. That's a couple of years now. Like, I know. So it's a He's a couple time. of grappling fights, but um, I am I'm buzzing, mate, for that. I really am. I think it's going to be... I, I like watching Tom Breeze. He's going to be quite good. Um, good to see him back. I don't, it's weird, this card, right? We obviously speak sometimes about those names on this card. There's a few names on this card, but there's also names we don't know. Mm-hmm. But there's guys with good records, and straight away you go, you've got a decent record, you've got to be a decent fighter. Look at the guy in Nordia's fighting. 11-0, Sean Brady, don't yeah. know anything about He's fought, he's fought in UFC, he fought in October, he just obviously just never... I must have forgot, I must have forgot about him. It's, it's, mate, it's hard to remember everybody, he fought Court McGee, in fact, was that another fight that was, like, fight of the night? Or something like that, or they, no, it was maybe yeah, like, he could have went out fighting or something, but... Um, tough again, fight for Nordiev, but that's a cracking fight. Tough fight for both of them, Nordiev's no mug, mate. No, Austrian winner boy is about what twelve. Don't think it's quite that bad. Twenty-three, close enough. Um, aye, names again. That's the thing. Sergius Bivak as well. Grant who, Dawson, I like watching Grant Dawson. Man. Has he not been removed? He not got done for drugs? No, 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 Felbo. Remember what my hammer stole off an old bus. Uh, maybe I'm, I just said that and I'm absolutely wrong, by the way. Oh, no, sorry, it was Chaz Skelly. He was supposed to fight Chaz Skelly at 246. Oh, it was a licensing issue, that's what it was. Nevada. Oh, he can't uh, get, get a license in certain states. Oh, that's, that's what it is. He can get a license for Virginia, that's why he's fighting North. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. It was something to do with something, aye. Something to do with, I'm not sure if it was I think, drugs, got, I think to get, I think it was to fight Nevada or something, I had to have a longer testing period or something like that. Aye, you had to be in a testing pool for longer or something. Aye, something like that. Aye, that's how I ended up having to fight in Virginia, and I ended up fighting Virginia, so. I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing Sergi Spivak again, that'll be good. I think he's going to mash Tabura, if I'm honest. I think it will, because Tabura's not been great recently. No. But, I guess, there really is only one fight on this card we've thought about. Well, it's a title fight, so I suppose we need to. 
There's nothing in the title fight, mate. It's probably two. It's the two best flyweights in the world. I without doubt. Like Joe Joe Benavides, who also has the best, one of the best nicknames ever. I know it's not his official nickname. His official nickname is something else. But they call him Joe Jitsu, which I think is far. <laughs> it's so cool, man. I, I would want to be called Joe just for that. But um, then again, his real nickname, the Beefcake, is class. That's pretty good as well. well but, um, yeah, this is um, this is a thing. It's again with this point a title fight on a on a just a fight night, and it just seems mental. Mm-hmm. It seems like a weird thing to do, but obviously this is the way the UFC want this. It's, it's, for me, it's a bit disrespectful with the flyweights, but... Do you know, this is an interesting fight for me, right? Because I think that Figueredo might beat him, right? He's got every chance, but, there's no doubt about that. It's something about Figueredo I don't like. I've never really liked him. I don't know what it is. I know last time we reviewed him, you were quite... You were saying, listen, Figueredo's a man, it's going to happen and all that stuff, he's going to beat him. But I've watched him a couple... I think I'd watched, against Pantoja. I think... Patoja, he was brilliant against Patoja, he was brilliant against Moraga as well. And then he did you see for Vega one right in the middle, which kinda is a is an unfortunate loss to uh Juicy because I He's think he was only on his, loss. He was on his way to fighting. He'd have he'd have fought a Sahudo bite already if it wasn't for the fact that Yep. He'd have fought Sahudo, sorry, if it wasn't for the fact that he'd lost that. I think that was a kinda with Formiga not going to fight Sahudo after that. Am I talking absolute nonsense? Am no, I, I think he did. Up? I think he did. No, I'm making that absolutely up. Um, cause he, um, uh, he went on to fight Joe Benavides, who then lost that fight against Joe Benavides. Uh, that was like a number one contendership type exercise. Then obviously Suhudo's done, disappeared, done yeah. a runner, left the flyweight belt where it was. So now um, Figueredo's got your chance against Benavides to make up for that loss. It's just, it's a class flyweight too. Bro, you can't wait for that. I like watching the flyweights, man, the speed run, the energy... Like, this could go for 25 minutes and then no drop energy at any point in 25 minutes. It's funny, like you've said before, you're not going to get many knockouts in the flyweights. These are two guys who could knock each oh, other out. Oh, these are two guys that can knock each other There's like, not many fig- guys that can, but... Figueredo's arms are crazy for a flyweight. He's get... He's get... Again, tree trunks for arms. He's huge. I mean, this is this is class. Where is, is this East Coast? Norfolk? Oh, it is. Oh, that might be watchable. Five hours. Or I'll be out. Uh, we've got a bit of a do on a Saturday night. Yes, we do. So you might end up watching that. <laughs> do I yeah, take you over? Do I steaming you? Well, we don't normally do predictions before, but I was kind of thinking about this. Maybe we should do pick a couple of fights and pick winners and give the the good listeners a wee bit of insight as to what we think might answer rather than waiting until Saturday night and then putting them out. You know what I mean? No, I'm not saying like, pick them all, but like for example, pick some fights. Like, well, who jumps one of them in a minute? Joe Benavides. Think so? Yeah, uh, just got a feeling. I think he's he's not had that. Oh, he's had one loss since he had his title shot against DJ all these years ago now, um, and he's probably more than deserving of a title shot because he beats Hudo. I think it's more of a like a last chance for him, perhaps, because he's thirty-five. Is it the last chance as such? But I can see where you're going with that thinking. Um, I just think there's he's a he's a good enough fighter. He's got different aspects of his game. This, this fight can go anywhere as well. Because I think it's Figueredo can go to the ground as well. He can stand up. He could it literally could go anyway. I just think maybe I don't yeah. know. I just think Benavidez and then might just get the job done. Obviously, these two guys are the top two guys, and they. 
are supposed to fight. That's kind of weird. But this is a good matchup as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's a good matchup. It's a very good fight. Like overall, it's like just in general, it's got a bit like Kudalab and and Kylev. They two guys aren't anywhere near each other to fight in terms of rankings and that. But it's just a good fight. Whereas I think they say it's so good that when you've got two guys at the top of the rankings that are so well matched, I think it's absolutely glass. It makes it so much better for a fight to be yeah, able to watch right. it. Yeah. But all right, anything else on this card you want to specifically mention? No, I can think of man. No. Fancy Grand Austin for an ACZ one, to be honest. No offence to Derek Minor, but um, I think there's probably, probably four or five on this. You could maybe stick on a week out and get should, a few clips. No, you know what we should do? We should do a joint one every weekend. Pick between four and a half. Just because you're shy, you might sell my money. No, because I want to pick half the fighters as well. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding away. So, aye, that is one of the reasons, but uh, <laughs> maybe pick between four and six between us. Even if we pick the six fights, I'm not saying we pick three different fights each because that's hard, but you know, I mean, let's just talk about it and put a bet on and see. You never know, might end up winning a good money. We could get a few quid at Put it towards some camera equipment from when we go on YouTube. Aye, alright. Back to YouTube. Right, okay, that's us done. Um, moving on swiftly, Mr. Man, Mr. Newsman, what you got for me this week, please? Anything worth talking about, really? <laughs> There's a few bad species, nothing too mental. No. Um, also talking about, earlier on, about uh, Grant Dawson, also being drug pool longer. Um, well, Elias Duduro, who's obviously released by the UFC, has now got permission to use medical cannabis. This was an exemption. So I think, something to do with, I think if I remember correctly, it was something like you can't, you can't have it within your system within two weeks of the fight or something like that. can't remember. But, you could basically use it while he's training and then recover, recover and stuff. And I don't see anything wrong with that. It's it's not exactly a a performance enhancer. Let's be honest. Well, essentially, if you smoked that before fighting, it would do the opposite. I would think so. It would flow you. And if it's if you're thinking, even if they do talk about the pain aspect, or you don't feel pain with it, let's be honest. Surely you taking as much damage as possible, not actually feeling the pain. Mm-hmm. It's actually a bad thing because yeah. you could be more and more damaged to your body than anything else. Yeah. So, I that's, that's, I think it's good to see. Hopefully, maybe more. As long as the science is there, mate, it's all matters. You don't, want, you don't want people taking a piss with it. I mean, but um, yeah, I suppose it's a good thing if they're finally coming around to the idea that it's good for recovery, and it means people won't have to um, make kill the. CBD business if people can actually smoke it. Although it depends if you like smoking it, I suppose. But. That's a big thing. Isn't it? So, yeah. um, Eric Anders versus Christoph Joko got added to UFC Portland. It's actually like the sound of it. It's a kind of thing, actually. Yeah. That's the only reason why I brought it up. Like, if I can't uh, well, I've seen it. i seen it on Instagram and I was like, what weight's that? Because I'm sure Joko's a middleweight. So I know Anders did drop. No, no, because Joko's a middleweight. And so's mm-hmm. Anders. Anders only stepped up oh, the face. So so. I just thought that I didn't think Anders was very good at middleweight. I thought he was barely heavy, but hey, probably about middleweight. Um, obviously, a weekend I was supposed to have James Gallagher versus Carl Eleanor. It's been rebooked again, this time for Bellator London. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting to see that happens. James Haskell's obviously going to make his debut on that card. Looking forward to Big James making his debut. Um, Another man which I think who could make his debut on that mm-hmm. is Ross Houston, who's just signed to yeah. Bellator. So I think that'll be, I think I can see him being on that London card. I don't know who he'll fight. It could be MD. That'll be somebody. 
And anyway, Kit Pots my English fire, it'd be quite good to see Adam good to fight out of that way. Do the old England Scotland thing, that'd be quite good maybe. Um but no, well done to Ross getting a good contract with him and he was on the telly and all that the weekend and everything, so he's I think Bellator must think good things of him, which is good. It's good for his oh, career. So should. Good fire, but he's a good fire. Um Chris Wyman versus Jack Hermanson. Don't get it. Jack's gonna fucking eat him for breakfast and that's the end of it. Don't get it at all. Don't understand that. That's a UFC Oklahoma City. I'm not sure when that is actually. I've never seen a date on that. So. Um, now, what I wanted to bring up, and I want Phil Clemens City, um, the former PFL heavyweight champion, Philip Lins, is signed with the UFC, and he's going to be fighting Andrew Alofsky. Now, this is important to me and me, uh, because it finally maybe some a lot of PFL fighters never actually fought at UFC level. So it'll be interesting to see how they got on. Now, I know Philip Lindsay has got a good record and stuff, and he's fought a few decent fighters in the past, but it'll be good to see how he gets on. Yeah. Now, Andrew Alofsky is no superstar these days, but he's a tough fighter, he's a tough nut to crack, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, I think that um, Philip, Philip Lindsay is going to smash Alofsky. Do you want to say I probably would disagree with you too much there, but it would still be interesting to see. It'll be good to see. Yeah. Good to see somebody for PFL fighting, say from PFL, coming from PFL. Yeah. Um, last one, big Scottish news. It looks like Jojo's going to get a title shot. One fight too late for me, but hey, just getting it, that's the main thing. That's the main thing. Um, UFC 251 in June. Um, so fighting Valentina. It'll be an interesting fight. It'll be a fucking tough fight. Yeah, I Good mean... luck to Jojo with that one. Yeah, uh, it's hard to know if Ender's got the tools to beat her, but listen, she's getting the fight, she's got a chance, she's got as much chance as anybody else. She's got to go in there and take the chance and hopefully she can smash her. 100%, mate, 100%. Are you? Uh, I think so, mate. I think that'll do me for the night. Eh, uh, that'll do us. You sure? Yeah. Do I mention you're one at the bottom? You know what I talk about? I just think it was a bit inappropriate, mate. Um, Adesanya's comments about the Twin Towers... I think he was in poor taste. He has since apologised and says he'll be more careful, which I appreciate. But I think you just have to. Again, you've got to watch things better, obviously. Yeah. Um, a lot of this, sometimes I've scripted a lot of it. It's maybe just off the cuff. It's off your. It's definitely not scripted, but. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that he's not thought about what he was going no. to say. No. He's just said it, and it's just one of these things that came out. And he's probably said it and straight away regretted it. And I said that. I mean, it was it's pretty nasty. Like, oh, great. Um, it's not a great thing to say. But if it puts fuel in a fire with him and Costa, I'm not saying <laughs> it's all right, but if it fuels that fire, then... Let's go. Let's go. Let's make it hard. Okay. Cool. Job done. Um, get us on the social medias, guys. Uh, at Inside Cage MMA on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We're quite lively on Twitter these days, so get us on there. Um, heads up. Give us a like, comment. Tell us what you think. Yeah, send us a message. Quite a lot of chats people do something we're doing well with that. Yeah, we're getting quite try, a lot of conversations they go and try to sort some people on the show and interaction, try and maybe get some more people on with us and get some more That's one thing, if you fancy if you fancy being one of the guys we maybe jump to, if you uh, have a third voice, send us a message, you know, we'll chat and see what we can do, see if we can sort it out. Um but as always, thanks for listening and we will catch you next week. Bye bye.